This is the Daily Dispatch podcast with your business correspondent, Ted Keenan. Today, Dispatch Live is talking to Ken Clark, who founded Twizzer. Ken Clark, you were a champion industrialist in what was Queenstown and is now Kamani. And mm-hmm. now you've moved into the political sphere, and I understand you're having a lot of success. <laughs> yeah, um, look, uh, a municipality is not a complicated business, you know. Um, you sell electricity and services to people and charge them for those services and rates and taxes, and you collect the money and do it efficiently. And really, so it's not, it's not rocket science. But... I think the municipalities in this country have been seen uh, by those in political power as a source of revenue and have been used as their ATMs for way too long. And really, you know, I think there's a lot of frustration in many business, in the business community about, uh, you know, the lack of service delivery and the general uh, deterioration of most towns in the country, and it, it's it's really worrying. And and I think if you had to have a look at what's happening in those municipalities, you'll probably find a, a fairly common thread throughout. Um, those that haven't been outright captured uh, and have had people inserted in there who aid and abet wrongdoing. Uh, have just got people who are incompetent and who are unable to plan and unable to do what is required of them. And as a result, you get this slow decay happening until eventually you, you need to intervene. And, and that's where Queenstown is right, right now. Inakmakajima is like four little towns around Queenstown plus Queenstown. And, uh, you know, that's the little few that talk. It's got the Hoffman, Martina and Stegstrom. It's five. And, um, <clears throat> and you know, generally speaking, what happens when these amalgamations happen is it's not a case of as a business grows, so you've got to get more competent people to, to deal with the issues because they tend to be slightly bigger. You know, in this case, it, it, it probably was just the opposite way around. The result is that, you know, for the last hour, oh, um, a good five or six years, um, the municipality has gone from owing Eskimo. I mean, the, the red flag started to go up when they owed Eskimo 40 million rand. And I had a meeting and tried to sort of point them in the right direction to take the remedial action at the time. But there was no political will to do so. And so it's been a constant nudging until such time as, you know, the last election, I just decided, you know, let's try and fix the problem from the inside. And, uh, you know, in a very short space of time, I think we only campaigned for about three months. We got five seats in the council. And then it's about, you know, having access to what you can get hold of from a documentation point of view. And uh, I must say that that even that is not enough. And then trying to, you know, point the municipality in the right direction and saying, you know, this is what you need to do and that's what you need to do. 
and repeat yourself over and over again to the point where you hope you get heard. And in some instances, we have been heard. And in other instances, we've made enough noise for the, uh, those on the outside to hear. And uh, so we're under now national uh, supervision. And uh, we had a meeting today with the National Cabinet representative and his team. And uh, I thought they did an absolutely excellent job of identifying the issues, which were pretty much known to most of us, and then suggesting a way forward. And that was accepted by the council miraculously. Sorry to interrupt you here. Are we talking about Dr. Tom and his team? Yes, we are. Dr. Tom and his team. I've met him on a number of occasions. Lovely guy. Uh, his team seem to be competent and on their game, and uh, and it's been a pleasure working with them, I must say. And I've pledged my full support to them, and said, you know, whatever I can do to help you, you know, by all means, you know. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I've got significant interest in this town, and whatever I can do to make things better, I will do. And uh, and so, yeah, I, I've been you know, working hard to get infrastructure issues sorted out and uh, are we making progress, you know? Um, we've now, you know, um, uh, been with uh, three of the four major substations and uh, the one was by default because it ran short because of maladministration and a lack of care and maintenance and it blew up and so it had to be uh, sorted out, and uh, now the main one in the centre of town is also being dealt with, so that's wonderful. And and there's still a lot of work to be done on the electrical infrastructure. Are we talking about Eskom, or are we talking about uh, the municipality? No, the internal doings? reticulation. Okay. Internal reticulation. Yeah. So 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 look, you know uh, what happens is uh, Eskom will have your big pylons, and they'll supply you with sixty-six thousand volts. And from that point, uh, it becomes the, the municipality's infrastructure that's required to uh, accept the 66,000 volts, then step it down eventually to 11,000 volts and distribute it down to, and as we speak, Dr. Tom is phoning me. See, this is like what I love. <laughs> so really this is, 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 as far as I'm concerned, a step in the right direction. And he, he is a man that uh, is focused on results and uh, accountability and all the words that we haven't heard for a long time. <laughs> so it's, it's going to make my life a hell of a lot easier. Where do you see yourself in the uh, 2024 setup? Have you got long-term plans for that? No, I, I don't. You know, I'm, I'm of the age where I want to kind of retire and enjoy my retirement, to travel and do those things. But, you know, I'm always happy to, to make an input where possible from a, you know, uh, a leadership point of view. I'm, I'm gathering a team of youngsters that want to point them in the right direction as well. And, and maybe they can take over. And, you know, my, my theme is quite simple. You know, bad things happen when good people do nothing, you know. So uh, I'm saying, hey, guys. If you if you're a good citizen and you're concerned, put up your hand and get involved and do something. Because the more good people there are around, the more good things are going to happen. And and frankly, 
You know, uh, I, I firmly believe, Ted, that, you know, unless some business people get involved in, in the councils, you know, we, we land up in a situation where councils do not have the councillors with the right qualifications to do what is necessary. You know, you've got this whole story of, so what is the board of directors and who are the employees? And the board of directors have to hold the employees to account. And they, they, the, the, you know, the employees need to look after the children. And it's exactly the same in the municipality. You know, you've got the employees there that are going to give services to, you know, to the citizens of this country, and the council is there to hold them accountable. Now, you can't hold somebody accountable if you don't even know what his job entails. And, and that becomes a major, major, major downfall of the current system. I, I believe we've got too many councillors, and, and the qualification for councillors is too low, and the, and the, the result of that is, is that you've got people there that look after their own interests, and not those of the community that they're supposed to serve. And that is the dilemma that we face going forward. So how do you fix that problem? And I believe you have to separate politics from the the executive management of the council. Executive managers in the council need to be professional people and, and, and whether the council must appoint those people. Normally, it's under the current circumstances, the mayor's prerogative to do that. But, you know, the question then is, does the mayor have the right, the, you know, qualifications to do that? And, and what qualifications does the mayor need to become mayor? You know, all of these things have become problematic where to the, you know, to the extent that it's, you know, your gardener could actually be your mayor, you know? Um, and and that is a highly undesirable situation, you know, and 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 that's where we found ourselves in this country, and and so I think it's it's how do we look at overhauling the system and putting qualifications in place that people need to have, but you know that's the other point, you know, we have all these rules and people just ignore them, and there's no consequence of that. And, and, and so, we really do make life difficult for ourselves. Um, you know, and so we're chasing, uh, each other in and out of court all the time, you know, instead of doing the right things right. Um, yeah. You, you've got to phone Dr. Tom back, but just before you do the last question, do you see him as the sort of bright light shining through the despondency that's been going on in Kamani? I think he and his team have got the wherewithal to turn the municipality around. The question is, is somebody going to disrupt his efforts? And 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 this council meeting, it, it was evident that the council is willing to play ball because the Minister of Finance came and said, we have come to the conclusion that our problems in municipalities are not just people, it's actually politics. Yeah. And uh, and he says, beware if you interfere with my team. <laughs> 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 so, 
the right act has been read to them, um, the politicians, and I think they're listening. Well, it'll be lovely in a month or two's time to give you a call again and see whether you're a prophet or not. Thank you for your time. It's been nice speaking to you again.